think it's crucial to build really good habits. Um, I think a lot of people don't understand how to develop, you know, like you build a lot of bad habits over time. And if you can start changing that early on, you can really, um, really change yourself. So it's like a mindset, like every day, make sure you have, you say like good things about yourself. Like, oh, I'm going to be great today. If you do that every single day, you wake up, you know, you're going to get that mindset. Welcome to the Vision of the People podcast. I'm your host, Rushi, like sushi with an R. We venture into stories ranging from incredible founders to creative artists who have achieved great success and those just starting their journeys. Each passion-filled episode features advice on topics ranging from startups to the cosmos. And here we go. Welcome to another episode of Vision of the People podcast. Um, I have someone very special here today, someone I've certainly looked up to ever since I met him through Poly Founders. Um, Andy, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So a um, little bit of an introduction. Uh, Andy Nguyen co-founded the hottest ice cream shop chain on social media after his ice cream. Has around 300,000 Instagram followers, about 30 locations in total. Afters Ice Cream has uh, been both an entrepreneurial and social media phenomenon with hundreds of people turning up for their store openings, including myself. And that's only one of eight local restaurant chains Andy and his partners have recently started to spice up the OC dining, Orange County dining and nightlife scenes. But Andy's journey to Ice Cream Field Donut success wasn't easy. Um, Like many entrepreneurs, Andy Andy and school didn't get along so well. He was quickly bored with his first real jobs. Over a decade of struggles, including adventures in real estate uh, and as a food truck owner and Coachella VIP vendor, Andy has founded a clothing line, several food ventures, and a social media marketing agency too. He's even started his own charity called Passion Chasers to help Orange County kids like he used to be to find their own entrepreneurial spark. So someone very cool here today. I'm again very blessed to have you on the show. Glad to be here. So let's let's get right into it. Um, what was the turning point in your life that led you to start Afters? Was it was there like an aha moment or words of wisdom that you lived by that kind of brought you here and found these ventures? Um, I, you know, I was in clothing at that time. I was in clothing already for probably about five years into okay. the clothing industry. Uh, food became one of my hobbies at that time already. Um, I was using that. I was using Yelp to as my game. It was like my platform of like a gaming for me to figure out what places to eat. Um, and I just kept traveling all the time for work and trade shows. And during you know in between breaks, I would go eat all the time, and I would notice a lot of unique ice cream stores. And I'm like, wow, that's that's interesting. These stores are um, they're not the same as as what we have back home. You know, we have our Baskin Robbins, uh, Cold Stones, our Thrifties. You know, the the normal chains. But they're not. There's there's no unique flavors, and that sparked something inside of me. I was like, I can I can do this. I can do this, something like this back home. So I had this idea in my head for about two years. I actually in the beginning, um, I wanted to open the clothing store or an ice cream store with the clothing store like hiding behind the back, like a speakeasy of that. Hmm. So that was the original idea. And then for two years, I was like, you know, we don't have time. So I started pitching this ice cream idea to a bunch of my friends. And for two years, everyone was just like kind of laughing me off. And like, they're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I was kind of giving the idea away for free. I was like, I don't even want to do it. Like, I don't even have time for this. And then 
uh, one of my friends who I've uh, known since uh, second grade, um, he was, uh, we were talking and he had a similar idea. You know, he wanted to do the dessert shop and I wanted to do the ice cream shop. So we kind of just kept hanging out a lot more and we we're hanging out at the gym and we we're like, you know, let's, let's do this. Um, let's really get this started. So that, that's how kind of the whole afters idea sparked up. That's crazy. Did, did the people, did you ever like talk to those people? At, I did. And I told them, I was like, hey, listen, <laughs> I told you this. And then he's like, yeah, I know. But yeah, I, I, I mentioned it to a lot of my friends that I talked to before about it. It's pretty funny. That, that must be a <laughs> really crazy feeling to have. Yeah. So what really amazes me, you mentioned that you were in um, clothing, um, fashion, and what really amazed me when the first time I used Afters and, and your story is that uh, you fused food and fashion together. Um, how did you manage to build an empire out of this magical formula? Uh, I think with Afters, you know, we always wanted it to be a lifestyle brand. We didn't want to be known as an ice cream shop. You know, We wanted to implement a lot of our hobbies and things that we're into and fuse it into the brand and we wanted to make it a completely different atmosphere to your typical ice cream shop um, i think at the time when we were working on afters we knew you know the stores even the, the store design you know in, in terms of fashion at that time like minimal black and white was in and chanel you know we wanted our stores to look like clean like chanel so we made our store all black and white you know like super minimal super clean um so we turned that store into a lifestyle. I think that's what you know. That was that was a big success for us because you know our store provided a nighttime a nighttime place to hang out. Uh, most ice cream stores close at nine, we close at midnight. Um, we had all these crazy you know sayings on the wall like you know anti diet mm -hmm. right now and you yeah. see all that stuff. Um, uh, the crazy the crazy flavors and the colors and putting it inside the Milky Bun you know like all those things together. The music you know the music the staff that's working like the energy in that store. I think that's that's who we are that's who we were so if you, if you if you were to see us on the street and you, and you walk into the after store you'd be like yeah those for sure those guys did it because you could tell it's us it wasn't like like a you know corporate guy who came in with a suit and like I, I created there's no way like, it had to be some kids that were crazy and into the culture that, that created this uh, this design I think that's a great point that you bring up because going into afters or even buying products like Apple or anything like you feel like you're part of an experience exactly would you say that's what you were sort of kind of going for of course uh, you know like we you know we're not we don't build you know like a lot of my like people I've heard before like great people that talk about how they build the stores they don't really build stores they're building a story hmm. and they're not they're not creating a product they're creating a production and it's you know it's a, it's a stage production you come in there the colors the milky bun you know it's a production it's a stage production it's a show it's a story you understand you get it it's the experience of of who we are you know pushed to the to the audience wow crazy stuff awesome um um moving forward into more of your personal um arena you recently have been traveling the world yes um can you give us a few places you visited and tell us you know how traveling has changed your perspectives even though you've done so many things absolutely um, the last in the last year, I've traveled to nineteen different countries. Wow. In the last year, um, some of the most favorite places I've been. Japan was always, Japan's always you know fast it's fast forward incredible. Um, there's so many different parts of it, and and the food's incredible. Uh, I went to New Zealand, and I I, I went to New Zealand as a kind of like whatever. I was like whatever about it, <laughs> and when I got there, I was like wow, this is like one of the most in incredible places ever because. There's so much going on. It's beautiful. And it's an adventure town. And I got to the city called Queenstown, I think. It's called Queenstown in the south. 
And I didn't know it was the adrenaline capital of the world. So I got there and we're doing all these crazy things. We're like luging and like carts and doing crazy hikes. And you see people doing like, like skydiving and bungee jumping. They created bungee jumping there, by the way. So that's why, wow. that's why when you get there, you're like, what the heck? Like, no one ever told me about this. I'm like rolling down a hill in a bubble and all these crazy things. So it was, I was like, we did like a lot of these things all in one day, like our first day there. Wow. To visit, I think the, what's that place called? Um, uh, the Hobbit, you know, where I went there and I was like, oh, this is, this isn't, this place is insane. So yeah, New Zealand, Japan. Um, I went to Qatar. I did some consulting out in Qatar and uh, gorgeous, gorgeous place. Seeing the development over there, seeing how like, in, like their skyline is just like, it's, like, it's not normal you see like what the heck like how did they build all this like our skylines don't look nothing nearly as this so. they've built it so fast too. so fast yes so would you say like was there anything you mentioned in one of your blogs i think after you came back from traveling yeah. to a few locations on how that's changed your perspective of course can you tell us a little bit about that um i think after i got i got married last year in uh march in thailand we so we did a, a destination wedding and after that moment, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna, um, I need to start stepping. I need, I really enjoyed this trip, you know. I really enjoyed like getting close to my friends and being, you know, like outside of just home. And I said, you know what, I'm gonna take this year to really just take off. I'm gonna take off, and everyone that's in my business partners, sorry, but you guys got to figure it out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take off. If you have any questions, you can email me. But I need to go get a refresher. And and from the traveling, I've gained so much more about how to develop an experience, seeing different voids in different areas, um, not just wanting to help my community, but wanting to explore in different areas and make impacts in different communities as well. And I think that, you know, from traveling, I've, I've experienced so, so much that I'm like, dude, I have a, a wealth of, like, all these ideas in my head right now. Wow. So, gotta, I got to get traveling right after yeah. I graduate. <laughs> That's what I'm taking away now. Um I love that you've really taken success and now you're really using your voice, like I said earlier, to make an impact on the community. And you mentioned community earlier. Tell me about a little bit about the Passion Chasers and why it's important to give back. I think um, Passion Chasers, for me, it's super important to give back always because when I was, if I was younger and I was in that age, I wish I had, I wish I could start, have started earlier. Obviously, if you start earlier, you can... Be, when, yeah. it's all about experience over time you know if you're if you're gaining and learning over time you're going to get better at what you do so if you can if you can learn it a lot earlier and get it in, implanted in your head you could be really successful really early i mean you know recently i've met kids that are like 16 17 i've been are becoming millionaires from like digital you know like doing things digitally and i'm like what the heck like 16 yeah. years old you're talking this is your lingo like at 16 years old i'm trying to figure out like what I'm going to order at the value meal at Taco Bell. You know, there was no way I was like, like, how do you, like, I wasn't speaking like that. I didn't even know what the word entrepreneur was until like I was 20 something and I already owned a business at 19. I still didn't know what those terms were. So if I could, I'm, obviously I'm, I'm grateful where I'm at now, but for the, the future kids, if like, if I could teach them early, like as early as possible, like if you can get this implant in your head, like you're, you might not be good at school. You might be not, might not be great at something, but there's something else. There might be something else out there for you. Very interesting because, yeah, certainly um, I feel it that way. And and this idea of giving back on, like, it, it seems like you're just starting. I mean, you've done so much, but it just seems like you're just starting. I think so. Um, and I've always thought that, okay, you know, I want to want to be an entrepreneur, make a lot of money, and then, you know, make make an institution or a nonprofit and give back. Of course. 
And and that's I've spoken with a lot of friends, and we all have this idea that yeah, when we get older, you know, sixty something, when we're we've done everything, we'll try to give back. But recently, I realized after talking to other people through podcasts and such that you got to give back like when you can. There's no like not when you get older. Like who knows? You not might, you might not, not live be, till, not, might not yeah. be here tomorrow. So so what are your thoughts on that? Because you certainly seem to be doing that. Um, I think it's important always to give back because. You're in a great position, and the time is now. Like you mentioned, like you might not be here tomorrow. So while you're here, and if you're not, who knows what's going to happen to that money or all that knowledge? You need to be able to share it with somebody, and, and hopefully, it sparks the next generation to do something better than you. Because the goal is to have the next generation outdo you. And if they're if they're not outdoing you, that's a problem. You know, yeah. because we're not helping, we're not sharing. You're not. You're supposed to leave this earth better than you know when you came into it. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. So then speaking of, of next generation, um, through your experience, um, uh, what would you say a trait or a skill that you know people my age uh, need to develop that you think is crucial? I think it's crucial to build really good habits. Um, I think a lot of people don't understand how to develop, you know, like you build a lot of bad habits over time. And if you can start changing that early on, you can really... Um, really change yourself so it's like a mindset like every day make sure you have you say like good things about yourself like oh, i'm gonna be great today if you do that every single day you wake up you know you're gonna get that mindset um they always say this there's this pattern if you do something for about i think 14 days straight it becomes like it becomes a habit so for me i was like okay well i need to work out for like two weeks straight so that it just becomes normal to me or if you're like in your if you're in like a health kick if you're doing if you're like juicing every day for like two weeks after that two weeks it's just become normal you have to do it so i think in terms of like entrepreneurship or you know developing a skill in business like you have to do it every day you have to continuously work at it and, and refine and get better at it so i think if you're developing really good and strong habits um, i think that's what you need to work on early on so the idea of like discipline which i think i certainly seem to forget after times like when you're either browsing through the phone or like you know there's just so many things you can do now that you sort of forget like your priorities right so 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 that's a great refresher and like you know I always make a list every time I wake up in the morning or before I go to sleep yeah. that hey this is all the things that I want to achieve tomorrow absolutely so great stuff there um, on a lighter note you know what's your favorite ice cream flavor and toppings <laughs> at after uh, we don't I don't eat after as much these days so I'm kind of traumatized from all the ice cream we've, we've seen over the years it's, you know it's over four years now uh, but my, my go to that I always recommend is the milk and cereal uh, that's that's a special flavor to me because um, it's our, you know, it's our special base that we have. But then the flakes that we make, we call it the after flakes. It's like corn flakes. We butter, salt, bake, uh, and we bake it, and then we crush it. We mix it into the ice cream, and then we also top it with ice cream. So you, you get the flavoring when you eat the ice cream already of all that all that we cooked, and then you get the textures at the same time. So it's, it's a, it's a, it's fun in your mouth. <laughs> all right, I, I'm gonna try that next yeah. time I go. Yeah. So. You've been incredibly successful. What is something you would change, or do differently if you could go back 10 years in time? Ugh, it's tricky. It's hard to say to go back and, and do things differently because all the lessons and hardships that I went through you know, really brought me here. You mm. know, it really put me in this place where I'm at now, where I understand, like, where I value a lot of things, where I value the journey, where I value all the hardships because I understand like, when I went through that, I needed to learn that so I could 
understand like the true value of the dollar like you know this is this dollar is you know this dollar that i, I made is important am i going to go mm. waste it on on popping bottles of the club or i'm going <laughs> to go put it towards like you know a great investment where it takes mm. care of not just me but my family you know, two or three generations down um i i, I wouldn't change a thing it's, it's hard to say because if i change if i change one little thing i could be in a different place than i am today wow that that's i think that's important um and thanks for sharing that so um if you could travel back in time to one of your startups or one of your you know initiatives and have 15 minutes with your former self to communicate any lessons um you've acquired now with the intention of saving yourself mistakes and heartache what would that look like uh if if i were to talk let's say if i was talking to like another kid in like my my place i wouldn't talk to him because i want myself to get all those lessons that i was i was hitting um if i was talking to someone else dealing with the same thing i would tell him you know like don't be too hard on yourself. Just focus on the goal. Okay. Um, get rid of the bad seeds around you early on. Don't let the bad seeds drag on because that bad seeds can grow and become really detrimental to what you're doing. Um, yeah. So cut out the bad seeds as early as possible, and don't stress out. Too, don't don't overthink everything and stress out too much. Just, just stay on that path of what you're doing and keep that mindset going. Okay, so sticking to your ground. So, and then, and then, uh, so, so that's for someone who, you know, sort of an entrepreneurial place or something. You know, what are some tangible advice that you would say uh, to those that are trying to figure things out that still don't know? Like, maybe I don't want to be an entrepreneur or, you know, I just don't know yet. Like, how do I even know if I'm an entrepreneur or? You got to, you just, for me, like a lot of things that I did, like I never really had experience in any of it. And the fields I went to, whether it was real estate, fashion, food, or what, you know, marketing agencies and running a business, I didn't have, I didn't have that experience. I just kind of just jumped into it, um, and it was like it was trials and tribulations along the way. You know, it's like we're learning from our mistakes and continuing to change, uh, change and be open minded and continue to fix how do I say this we're changing our approach along Mm. the way we continue to change our approach and our mindset continues to improve and get better at what we do and then we also along the way we're we're, you know we're we're growing up so we have different hobbies different things that we enjoy different you know like new things that we're exploring that's why I've been able to um, go into many different industries and and do different things because I stayed open minded and I stayed changing my approach along the way like I thought I never thought I was going to work in food. I thought I was going to be a fashion kid forever. I still enjoy fashion. I just don't want to work in it. <laughs> uh, uh, but even food, you know, I've done food for like a while now. And now I'm like, I'm already thinking of the next thing or the next, you know, where I want to go next. I'm like, uh, uh, you never know what's going to happen. You know, like, so just keep working hard, stay open-minded. Um, keep that dream, keep that dream big, but know that that dream does change over time. And, you know, I think a lot of people would say like, a company like Apple, you, t- you told Steve Jobs like 25, 30 years ago that you were going to create a, you know, a, a, this, the iPhone. You know, he'd probably be like, what are you talking about? Like, how can you even have a phone that you can have a touchscreen and do all this crazy thing? Like, you, you it's know, a process. Mind, yeah, it's a process over time. So. so so, with this growth mindset, like, that has to be followed with action, right? Correct. Like, I think a lot of times, and then I'm just speaking to myself, and I think... Um, my my friends and colleagues would agree with this that like 
lot of times we get lost. I certainly did um, very early on in like pondering, like, okay. what if I could do this? Yeah. And then you you talk about like, you you'll share like 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 your example, like when you were sharing your afters idea with people, like a lot of times you just get shot down, or they'll just say like, oh no, that would never work, or people would say. Um, that's not feasible, that's not right, and then, like, you're like, you know what, he's right, I just, and then you go on a ponder yeah. and do something else, and, and like, you, you never really become productive, right. so, like, how, how would you say, like, to pop that bubble, because I think that's so critical, um, is that, is that, you know, like, would you say, like, you gotta change your, your, your habits is one of them, but would you say you gotta change your friends who, like, sort of shot down those ideas, or, like, you probably don't, you, you don't, I don't tell you, like, turn them away but like you can keep around but they don't don't let them get in your ear too much like for me I'm like the I'm like the the, the weird little outcast rebel of my group of friends okay and so when you're telling me like no I'm like you know I'm gonna say yeah it's like yes to me I'm like if you tell me not to do something I'm always like okay well and I've always had that like I've always been like that you know you tell me to wear wear blue I'm wearing green you know you tell me to wear <laughs> you tell me to dress in a suit I'm coming in a, a I'm coming in a pink suit you know like you know I'm gonna come do things my way you know I, I think i've always kind of done that you know same with um you know and they're trying to tell me you have to work in an office i'm like i'm not working in an office there's no way like go keep your go keep that money i'll go pay for someone else to do that i'll go do something else I'll, you know yeah. like I'm, i'll make it work somehow like but i'm not i'm not following your rules so i'm gonna i'm gonna do things how i think it's right and what makes sense to me i like it so i it's just like if you really want it you just gotta do it you just gotta do it and you kind of listen to yourself. You kind of follow your own instincts, you know. Like I've always followed my own instincts, and thank, thankfully, it's worked. You know, I've, I've done okay through it. Uh, I think that gut instinct. You know, if you're following your gut instinct, it tells you what to do. And if usually like you're, you're following the right moral code inside of you, and you listen to that, and I think things will fall in the right place. I think Steve Jobs said that in his, in his Stanford speech too. Is that just gotta follow your intuition, and it somehow it just knows it's the right way. It knows because you know when when things are not right, you know it, it it eats you up, and you can tell. So when things are are, are bad, and, and your body tells you like, like no, you better you know it, it might you might need to follow intuition, and say no, and then when things go you know don't listen to that guy, just do it. It, it may or may not work, but it's gonna it's gonna keep bothering you if you don't get it done. And You'll be in a better place. Of course, and that's how and that's how my mind works too. And if I think about something and it's stuck in my head, I need to get I need to get it out. I need to figure out how to you know let I need to use that figure out how to get that outlet out. And you get that those creative ideas out. So I'm gonna go for it. That's why I have so many businesses. That's why it's not normal. It's not normal to have like yeah. eight to ten different restaurant chains. But I'm like, okay, well, I have this idea. I'm gonna go present it to someone. I'm gonna make it happen, whether it does well or not, because it's bothering me so much and it's in my head. I need to get it out. So I'm gonna make it happen. So, so uh, to, to wrap it up here, just last two questions, like, of, of all those businesses do you have, like, do they all mean the same to you is one, not, I wouldn't say prioritize, but like, do they all hold the same amount of value in, in your heart, would you uh, say? It, it's, it's hard to say, probably not, it's probably not, it's different, like, I, they all have like, a, a place in my heart, obviously, uh, but are they prioritized differently? Of course, uh, just because... Things happen at, at different times differently. The people that you work with, how you feel around them, the projects, the type of projects it is that gets you more excited. Uh, like right now, I'm like, okay, well, food food projects are not as exciting for me right now, so I'm like thinking about the next thing. I'm like thinking about the next world right now, like e-commerce, digital, uh, like redefining retail space. That's what I'm thinking about right now. You know, food, I'm like, yeah, I've done it like 
tons time and time all over again so i don't really get as, as excited anymore like eating not the same experience for me anymore as it used to be because i'm thinking of, like when i go out and eat now i think of it as a business side now yeah. before i used to eat like mm, this is delicious now am i eating like oh how can i open 100 stores of this like how can i scale this in like two years you know how can I, how to figure this to sell this off and make it scalable so it's, it's so that that must be like whenever you go out to eat even like the taste and like you must be constantly be like of course i'm like i'm gonna tweet I, if i could turn this i would do this 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 differently i'm like critiquing them i'm like dude this is not fun like you know everyone's around me like i was like ah oh, this is it's different. It's it's different. Obviously, I, I enjoy it, but I enjoy it in a different. Way. I enjoy it in a business sense instead of enjoying it in a like a, in a, a natural, eating experience before I, I before I went to the food business. That that's the that's the unfortunate disclaimer <laughs> of being a retail entrepreneur. So I want to I want to end off um, on a you know on the last question here, um, and that's why I you know the reason is why I started this podcast called Vision of the People, um, and understanding people's vision right now where they've been and where where you're going to be. Mm-hmm. So you came back from, you know, traveling trips and you said you have a lot of ideas going on. Right. If you can share with us, great. If yeah. not, I completely understand. Cool. What would you say your vision is right now mm-hmm. and and sort of what keeps you going and, and where Andy sort of will be in the next 10 years? Okay. The, um, what I'm thinking, what, what what's going on in my head right now at this moment is that you hear so many conversations about Retail is dead. Retail is dying. You know, yada yada stores, you know, shopping centers are are, are not working. Everyone's going online. Everyone's doing this, but that, that's that's only partially true. You know, it's only true because retailers are the retailers that are like the Macy's and those Toys R Us have been around. It's not really an experience anymore. It's product, 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 trying to sell, trying to um, gain sales. But you have all these interesting things, just like you know, the museum of ice cream or like these happy places. All these like experiential places where people like to take pictures and hang out with their friends and like feel and touch and messing with their senses like that's how if, if retailers were going that route like turning into more of experience that would connect to their online retail that could that could help them save them that's how i feel like retail could be done so what my focus is on right now is i'm going i'm helping and working with a lot of um malls and redefining them and turning into more entertainment spaces more experiential things so i'm helping consulting them and teaching them like this is this is how the next generation thinks. If I'm going to the mall, this is what I want to do. I was like, I don't want to go in there and keep being like being sold by you know by a, by a sales rep in your store to buy something. I want to go in there and kind of like get the experience. I want to learn more about your company. I want to learn more about your brand. I want to have um, cool interactions with your, your 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 staff, but not instead of trying to sell me things. Like you know, if I feel like I'm having a great time there, I'm gonna I'm gonna end up being loyal to your brand anyways. It's like the Apple brand. I'm loyal to the Apple brand for some reason when I could probably get a Samsung, which probably has some more better functions, but it, the experience and the storytelling that's got it pulled me in I'm stuck and that's kind of how what I'm working on right now and, and that, that's this moment right now yes and is there something that sort of keeps you going like is it just this this natural high of just following these ideas that you have and just seeing them to fruition yeah what keeps me going is you know I I, I feel like the impact I, the impact I could do is a lot larger um I think my best work is still ahead of me beyond this. Mm. So that's what keeps me going because I know I can do better. Um, and it's not about leaving a legacy for myself or anything. It's 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 just trying to challenge myself. Can I can I do this better? Like I, it's a competition within yourself. And I'm, I'm going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's the best way to finish off a podcast. Thanks so much once again, Andy, for no being problem. here. That was Andy Nguyen, traveler, founder, and serial entrepreneur. We really hope you enjoyed that 
Thank you for joining us on this journey. Please like us on Facebook at Vision of the People Podcast. And do give your thoughts to me at Lil Rushi Shaw on Twitter on who I should have next on the show. If you found this insightful or interesting, share it with someone that could find this helpful. As Mahatma Gandhi once said, you must be the change you wish to see in the world. Till next time, keep striving.